Jesus is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. That statement from our Hebrews reading today tells me that in any action of Jesus, we see the action of God, and we see the character and nature of God. We learn and know more fully who God is. And then on our Gospel reading today, Jesus says, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. This tells me then that as God's children, we are as important to God as the children in the story were to Jesus. We are important in God's eyes because we are God's children. If you look at the enormity of the universe, we're on a tiny little planet in a small galaxy. In a small, you know, in a huge universe. So, we're kind of insignificant on the scale of things. Even looking at this life here on Earth, sometimes we may feel rather insignificant compared to the really important people out there. Thank you for laughing. Um, But we are important. We are God's children and we matter enough to God for Him to become one of us. And for Him to live and die and be resurrected for our sake. The enormity of how much each one of us matters to God cannot be overstated. And while intellectually many of us may agree with that statement, that we matter to God, we might at times not feel quite so much like we matter to God. I pray about this, but it's just such a small thing, I don't want to bother God with it. It's not really important enough for God, or maybe I'm not important enough for God. Sometimes, I don't know if y'all, I've sometimes felt a little that way. Maybe sometimes y'all have felt a little bit that way too. Or maybe not even a conscious thought, but just feelings that we have at times. That maybe we're not quite important enough for God to bother with at the time. And I wonder if part of the reason that we don't sometimes feel important enough to God is because of the way that we sometimes treat other people, beginning with how we sometimes treat children. In our gospel lesson today, the disciples were thinking that Jesus was too busy with important things to be bothered by the unimportant children. In reality, the disciples were too busy having this conversation they wanted to have with Jesus, right? They wanted to keep this conversation going. This is a heavy matter. This is important stuff here. Marriage and divorce and kids get out of here. Y'all aren't important enough. And Jesus, of course, said, no. The children are just as important as you, if not more so. And so I read this and I'm solidly on Jesus' side. The disciples look kind of bad by comparison. They're uncaring towards children. And then I think of how often that I and maybe we and certainly people in general tend to act at times more like the disciples towards children than Jesus. I've noticed this in the years, over the years in the church, where there will be a lot of people around sometimes as we're leaving church Sunday morning, and um, a child will want to tell either me or another priest about something very important, maybe a new toy, or what they happened to do yesterday in, in, on the playground. And sometimes the parents are trying to usher them along, and sometimes there's someone else waiting with something much more important. They're talking, they need to tell me about uh, a sick family member or important church business, and I've noticed that we often don't think twice about quickly ending the conversation with the child, or even interrupting sometimes conversations with children, in order to have the more important adult conversations. Now as adults, we understand, we know that uh, sick people and 
important church matters are more important than maybe a toy. Right? But to the child, that toy just might be the most important thing that there happens to be in the world at the time. And so while wanting to teach children the importance of uh, people over toys, for example, we may be unintentionally teaching children that they are not all that important. And we do this as adults too, and we do this to adults too. It's not that we think that children aren't important or adults aren't important, um, but we know that we have important things to do and important things to talk about, and sometimes we can't be bothered by the less important things, such as children or other seemingly less important things. Those things can wait. Our things need to be done right now. And our things are important. And, then, and yet Jesus says that the kingdom of God belongs to children and to people who are like children. So what is it then about children that, and being childlike that allows us to experience and live in God's kingdom? You could say that children have not yet eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the second creation story in Genesis... Adam and Eve were in Eden, and they were walking and living with God. They were naked and unashamed, totally open with each other and with God. And then they ate from the tree, the knowledge of good and evil, and immediately they were ashamed. And they hid from God, and they hid from each other. Really, really young children, they're not embarrassed about being naked, either physically or emotionally. I've heard stories from friends of mine whose kids... They were like just got out of the bath, and the door, front door opened, and someone said they just ran right out into the street, or front yard, naked the day they were born. They didn't care. Or other times when kids would uh, say whatever in the world happens to be on their minds, uh, whether it's overly appropriate or not. Um, I'm not necessarily advocating that we do this, but um, either of those examples as adults, but there's an innocence in children and an openness to others that can at times be a little off-putting for adults, but it's an innocence and an openness that is also kind of beautiful in kids. Children have not yet eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's an enormous amount which they don't know, and all of this lack of knowledge gives them a delight and wonder in creation. There are all these new experiences, and the world is still beautiful and fascinating for kids. Nothing is ordinary and boring yet. Even the things which we know to be harmful and dangerous, to kids, they're just fun. Children's lack of knowledge also, therefore, makes them very, very dependent upon others. Kids need loving adults to help guide them as they explore the world. Young children need help with all kinds of daily tasks, eating, putting on clothes, getting from point A to point B, which makes them very dependent upon loving adults, as we've been asked to be dependent upon God. Kids forgive easily. They've not yet eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They don't yet know that punishment and restitution should be given before forgiveness is deserved. As adults, we know about justice. We understand these things. We know that the scales must be balanced. And at times our knowledge is right. Sometimes we need, we need justice. Yeah, our knowledge is right at times. And yet a child's way of forgiving without necessarily balancing the scales sure seems like a lot easier way to live sometimes. Young children's emotional memory seems to be a bit shorter than adults' emotional memory. As adults, we can hold a grudge and be upset for an awful long time, especially with people whom we love. Kids tend to get overstuffed kind of quickly with those whom they love, and so they can forgive rather easily. 
So Jesus tells us to be like children in order to enter and live in the kingdom of God. And that's a hard thing for adults to do and even for youth and older children to do when we've got jobs and households to run and responsibilities and homework and sports and clubs and music and all these things clamoring for our time and attention. With all of the responsibilities and demands placed upon us, it is difficult to receive the kingdom of God like a little child. Sometimes doing so may even seem irresponsible. And yet the God of the universe told us that receiving His kingdom like a child is the best possible way to live. The best way to know and to love God and the best way to know and to love each other is to receive life, to receive God's kingdom like a little child. Receive God's kingdom with childlike innocence and wonder, with trust and love and dependence on God and others. Receive life with short memories of wrongs and with forgiveness and playfulness. God knows what it is like to become a child. God became one of His own children so that His children might be invited into a loving relationship with Him to know and to love Him more. And in a similar way, we invite children into loving relationships by becoming like them. And receiving the kingdom of God like a little child. Living like a little child can help reverse some of the effects of our eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Doing so can help remind us of God's love for us and the tremendous importance that we have in God's eyes. Which then may help us to treat others with that same importance. Perhaps if we can see the world through the eyes and mind of a child, like Jesus tells us, we can recapture some of that wonder and beauty in God's creation and live with trust and love, with dependence on others. Perhaps we can, if we can receive the kingdom of God like a child, perhaps if we can treat children with the importance that Jesus did, maybe we can feel some of that same importance that God has for us. Amen.